After this incident, on a very pleasant night, both Krishna and his elder brother Balaram, who are inconceivably powerful, went into the forests of Vrindavan. They were accompanied by the damsels of Brajabhumi, and they began to enjoy each other's company. The young damsels of Raj were very nicely dressed and anointed with the pulp of sandalwood and decorated with flowers. The moon was shining in the sky, surrounded by glittering stars, and the breeze was blowing, bearing the aroma of malika flowers, and the bumblebees were mad after the aroma. Taking advantage of the pleasing atmosphere, both Krishna and Balaram began to sing very melodiously. The damsels became so absorbed in their rhythmical song that they almost forgot themselves. Their hair loosened, their dresses slackened, and their garlands began to fall to the ground. At that time, while they were so much absorbed, almost in madness, a demon associate of Kuvera, the treasurer of the heavenly planets, appeared on the scene. The demon's name was Senkachuda, because on his head there was a valuable jewel resembling a conch shell. Just as the two sons of Kuvera were puffed up over their wealth and opulence and did not care for Narada Muni's presence, this Sankachuda was also puffed up over material opulence. He thought that Krishna and Balaram were two ordinary cowherd boys enjoying the company of many beautiful girls. Generally, in the material world, a person with riches thinks that all beautiful women should be enjoyed by him. Sankachuda also thought that, since he belonged to the rich community of Kuvera, he, not Krishna and Balaram, should enjoy the company of so many beautiful girls. He therefore decided to take charge of them. He appeared before Krishna and Balaram and the damsels of Braj and began to lead the girls away to the north. He commanded them as if he were their proprietor and husband, despite the presence of Krishna and Balaram. Being forcibly taken away by Sankachuda, the damsels of Braj began to call the names of Krishna and Balaram for protection. The two brothers immediately began to follow them, taking up big logs in their hands. Don't be afraid! Don't be afraid! They called to the gopis. We are coming at once to chastise this demon. Very quickly they reached Sankachuda. Thinking the brothers too powerful, Sankachuda left the company of the gopis and ran for fear of his life. But Krishna would not let him go. He entrusted the gopis to the care of Balaram and followed Sankachuda wherever he fled. Krishna wanted to take the valuable jewel resembling a conch shell from the head of the demon. After following him a very short distance, Krishna caught him, struck him in the head with his fist, and killed him. He then took the valuable jewel and returned. In the presence of all the damsels of Braj, he presented the valuable jewel to his elder brother, Balaram. Thus ends the Bhaktivedanta purport of the 34th chapter of Krishna. Vidyadhara liberated and the demon Sankachuda killed.